0: Welcome to Crusaders of New Temple, podcast number 7.
1: Yeah, the two podcasts that went bad.
0: Yeah, we made an attempt at podcast uh, 5, and it went right into the crapper, and we made an attempt at 5.5.6, and for some reason we lost 10 minutes of it, and well, we're hoping to hell that we get it right this time. And from this point forward, we hope to uh accomplish and produce more podcasts on a regular basis here. With little luck, we might even be able to do them on a weekly basis, since we're now being able to do them via Skype.
1: Yeah, what, fancy technology.
0: <clears throat> well, you know, fancy technology is what uh created the world of Warcraft.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: So... What we're going to do though is we're going to cover this podcast here. This one's going to be uh, a bit like uh, 5.5.6 5. was, and it's going to be a little bit eclectic and bounce around a little bit. It's uh, we're uh, still reworking our new format for our podcast, and hopefully we will have the uh, new format all set up and ready to go. Uh, Nigeria isn't doesn't have his piece ready for us yet, so. I did talk to him briefly last night in game, and he's all excited and looking forward to uh, joining us on a podcast. We'll probably get him live. And uh, I should probably uh, drop back and give some intros here, too. Uh, you're listening to Aunt Con Sue of New Temple, and...
1: They have New Temple. And, um, well, usually it's me who has to start out first, so... Um... <coughs> haven't been doing too much it's been the Christmas holidays so been on and off I have kept up my auction house work getting on at least twice a day and doing my checking my mail doing my purchases collecting my money and basically I do my best to get on at minimum twice a day and it still keep on going minimum of 150 to 300 gold a day excellent so Need that money? It's pretty, pretty expensive. Twinking out a character, as my girlfriend tries to keeps telling me, I'm pimping out my character. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I myself, the uh, last week or several uh, days, I actually managed to get some serious game time in. The last few days, I uh, managed to level myself up there. I'm almost 57 again, and
1: uh, hey, almost ready for Outland
0: yeah i'm getting it i'll probably manage it in the next week i probably would have been all right except last night i decided to instead of actually leveling my character i decided to uh to max out my current uh alchemy and uh, herbalism and uh and uh fishing and um um, first aid and cooking i uh, yeah, you
1: got to keep working on all that stuff and it takes time
0: it's been a fair chunk of time uh bringing up some of my uh, really fun uh, fun stuff but the Alchemy I managed to max it out to level 300 and bought myself a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of recipes that I didn't have previously and cooking I uh, managed to accomplish the uh, achievement for sous chef as I'm becoming an achievement whore (laughs) I really like the achievements for some reason I don't know
1: well I don't get any more in the battlegrounds much anymore I think well, there's still one in War Song I don't have, which is Iron Man. Uh,
0: you know, and, there's only so many achievements you can accomplish at well, a given point as, in time. as a
1: hunter, Iron Man will be a hard one to achieve because that's basically taking three flags, taking all three flags and taking all three flags without being killed. Yeah. And I managed it with my, with Thea, but with this hunter, I hadn't even tried, really. I man, Sometimes I get a flag, sometimes I don't.
0: Yeah, I also did a couple others. I'm also my other new favorite thing is collecting pets. I accomplished uh, the achievement of plenty of pets.
1: Well, I guess maybe I better take my little tinker and start making some of those for you, huh?
0: Oh yeah, that'd be cool. I'd uh, have fun playing the pets there. It's, uh, actually been quite fun playing, uh, going after some achievements and stuff. It gives me something to do with my ADHD besides wander around the, uh, globe and get, uh, and get trapped looking at world, uh, strange shit.
1: Yeah, but I'll tell you what, there's some pretty good scenery in the battleground sometimes too.
0: Well there is. I, I actually took myself. They don't in, change. <laughs> well, yeah, I took myself into the uh into Alterac Valley uh Friday night and uh and had some fun playing in there my first trip into Alterac Valley and the first time in I didn't accomplish a hell of a lot. I just sort of wandered around and seen what I had to do. Second time in I managed to accomplish uh three or four of the quests without even trying. I think basically I just followed the crowd for
1: a little while. (laughs) And that one quest for um, getting the medals and things off of the people that are killed, um, you can keep on doing that multiple times. Yeah. But then again, if you really want to play the battleground and try and help win, you've got to watch how much of the quest you complete too, because you can spend a lot of time completing those quests and not helping achieve the goal.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, I had some fun doing all that, and uh, so I've actually been fairly active in the game this past week. Uh, as as you'd heard if you listened to our previous podcast, I wasn't all that active for a couple of weeks, and of course the holidays have kept me busy doing other things around, and we're coming into the new year, and we'd like to wish all of our listeners out there a yeah, very happy
1: new
0: happy new year, happy 2010. I hope it's a very prosperous one for you, and everything goes really well. So, let's see what else we've got going here. Um, oh, I know what else I did do. And this is what I'll start off covering here. Um, we'll cover some Winter Veil vale holiday stuff. And, uh actually, I'll cover that after we cover the news. I yeah, act- what
1: news have you been finding?
0: Oh, I've got some great news that i picked up in the last couple of days. You're going to love this one. All right. And first off on the news is Blizzard helps the cops track down criminals. Wow. And uh, how they've done that, let's see here. First off, they tracked down a suspected drug dealer. And on dealing charges, I guess that was the same one that uh, shows up in the news. on uh Come on, you silly bloody thing. Yeah, it's a World of Warcraft and a fugitive. The, they caught a fugitive using World of Warcraft. It, uh, police have been known to use social media, Facebook, and Twitter for tracking thieves. Yeah. But uh, what they found out was this one guy, he was a World of Warcraft player. and So they sent a subpoena into Blizzard and to track the guy. And they found him in-game and found out his IP and tracked him down and caught his wild little, little ass.
1: Hey, now technology's paying off.
0: Yeah, but of course Blizzard didn't give up the information until they got got a subpoena, which is a good thing on Blizzard's part. They at well, least
1: they, they always least, do say they protect. They're protecting us too.
0: They're protecting the. They're protecting it. They're protecting identities, so they want to make sure that there's a proper subpoena in place before they allow it.
1: Well, that also takes some of the legal stuff away from them because when they're subpoenaed, they have no choice. And they can't be can't be claimed that they gave up the information when they say they won't and things like that. So they had to protect themselves.
0: Yeah, they actually found the guy in Canada too. Oh wow! Yeah, this this leads us into our next story, and we've got my little war gun down here in the bottom. You can probably hear him uh, making noise. And uh, this leads us into our next story, and this one here is actually quite comical. The Cougars are attacking and what do I mean by the cougars? Well everyone knows they've probably heard a new TV show called Cougarsville. Well this one here goes right along the line with that. A U.S. woman, 42 years old, uh, has a tryst with a 16 year old Canadian boy. So some poor 16 year old Canadian boy actually got lucky. What happened was they, uh, playing World of Warcraft and they got all together and she flew all the way up to Canada to, uh, hook up with this boy. And of course his mom called the cops on him and everything else, but in Canada the legal age of consent is 16, so there wasn't much they could do about
1: it. I didn't know that. <laughs> Actually, not that, I'm going out, not that I'm going out after some 16-year-old. I just did not know that.
0: It varies from province to province, actually. It varies from 14 to 16, depending on the province you're in. But this happened in Toronto, which is Ontario, and the uh, legal age of consent in Ontario is 16.
1: What's it happen to be in ours.
0: <laughs> uh, it happens to be in British Columbia's 14.
1: Ouch. That's too young.
0: Well, you know, that's uh, the way it works, unfortunately. And, you know, you can probably figure the reason for that is some politician got cut with his hands in his pants and uh, had to change the law before he got in too much trouble.
1: Most likely.
0: <laughs> There's no other real excuse for that. Yeah, 14 is definitely too young. 16 is pushing it, but, uh, you know, it's it's considered the legal age of consent in Canada. And uh, so she was from Texas and he was from Toronto. And wow. And she was a, let's see here. He actually skipped out of his home at 2am in the morning and snuck out after his parents had refused to drive him to meet his, uh, his lovely, uh, World of Warcraft lady. And, uh, actually, I'm gonna leave a link on the show notes here for this one because, uh, I've got a couple of links to that story. And here it is. This is a great headline here. Teen boy returns from meeting World of Warcraft Cougar. And yeah, he looks like the atypical geek boy and she looks like the atypical cougar who's lonely and looking. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's got great photos though.
1: You definitely put us up into the what do you call it? We're for this podcast.
0: We're no longer we're no longer doing news. We're now a tabloid service. Thank you very much.
1: And <laughs> yeah, they're going to give us a tag too on this podcast.
0: Oh fuck the explicit tag. Yeah okay, I I, I got that on the last one too. It seems like from now on our our podcast will go uh, one to the next to see if I manage to avoid using the f bomb. Um, I'll try, but hey, life is like that. But. Uh, Anyway, you'll like that story there, and we've got a couple other stories in there for those of you out there that have made your uh, that have made your uh, New Year's resolutions to uh, ease up on playing a World of Warcraft. We have a great one here, which has got tips on how to play less World of Warcraft in the New Year.
1: <laughs> well, if they don't tell people how to make levels faster, that's probably not going to help.
0: Actually, Blizzard, from some of the stuff I've been hearing and reading, Blizzard's actually making it easier to level up, than they, all, especially in the early levels. And they're making it even easier. I hear they're going to nerf fishing all the way down to the point where fishing will become, what's the point? I mean, I actually kind of like fishing. I'm one of the oddballs out there, especially when I listen to other podcasts and uh, people are like, I hate fishing. Fishing just sucks.
1: Boring. Dull. Well, all you do is stand there and hit a button. Well, yeah, but I actually kind hit of a like button that. Again, to catch it and then stand there, hit it again.
0: And... Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've
1: done a lot of my fishing leveling sitting in the city where I could do it, but <clears throat> even found spots and that I could on some of the cities, the small towns that have got uh, piers and stuff. and if you do it right, you can you can nose yourself up into a little spot and still be sleeping.
0: Yeah, well there are actually some quests for fishing like uh if you're uh, alliance there's a quest for fishing where you have to get to Ogamar. And I guess inside Ogamar somewhere there's a waterfall that flows through their city. Yeah. And you got to get up there and fish that water, fish that pool without getting ganked.
1: Oh, that'd be tough. Mhm. You wouldn't have much more than about maybe five minutes if you're lucky yeah. and that, that's if there's no high levels around at the time and the low levels report you and they have to yeah. take the time to get there
0: yeah well or the other thing is is I heard that there's a, there's a sneaky way to do it if you get there and you manage to sneak in real quick you can get in behind the uh, get in behind the waterfall and fish from behind the waterfall and yeah. no, nobody can see you back there so there's a little tip for those that are trying to uh, accomplish that if they've figured it out
1: one of the one of the horde has one for killing our auctioneer off or something. Cause they sure like doing that.
0: Oh, I think that's just boredom.
1: Yeah, it's something. It hasn't happened for a while though. But it's not the not when I've been on. But it's it did for a while. There, it seemed to be happening every day. Oh,
0: and we've got one more piece of news that rates right up there with the uh, tabloid uh, service that we are providing today. The Chinese media blames online games for humanity's sins. Wow. (laughs) The central China television media conglomerate, controlled by the communist party of course, has aired a two part series calling, called Confessions of a Murderer, during which reporters went inside a juvenile prison in Beijing and interviewed one guy said to have had been condemned to life in jail because of crimes he committed in order to obtain virtual gear for online games. (laughs) Okay. All right, so so now the uh, the online games are the devil, uh, but we all knew that anyway. So yeah. there's nothing new there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how did
1: your Winter Vale stuff go?
0: Hang on a second here. I've got a I've got a couple of te- pieces of uh, pieces of stuff to go with that. I should have had these lined up, but uh, for some reason my brain is uh, is uh, not fully functioning just yet.
1: And here we go. See, that's what you get when you raise your child to be a pagan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right, so enough of the news and enough of the other uh, fun stuff out there. Yeah, I guess it's time for me to go ahead and talk about Winter Veil. Vale. I actually discovered as we as was mentioned uh, in the previous podcast, I thought Winter Veil vale was over, but it actually went all the way through January 2nd. And I
1: told uh, the one I did say I was kind of surprised at that. <laughs> They would just cut it like that with the, with a whole week of holidays.
0: Well, you know, I, I didn't realize that, and I actually logged in on uh, on January first, and went and and one of the notices I saw it said, "Quick, grab your uh, free presents at uh, at Stormwind before uh, before they're gone on the 2nd. And I went, "What?" And so I looked it up and went, "Oh, Wintervale's still going. Oh, I can still complete a couple of quests. All right." So I quickly raced on over to. Uh, uh, Stormwind and, uh, got my presents, which you actually get some pretty cool stuff. And, uh, got all my presents for it and, uh, finished off a couple of other, couple of other quests there and then, let me get my brain wrapped around them. <clears throat> See what I did. Gathered a few more snowballs and, come on, come on, brain. It's not functioning. Uh,
1: too, uh, too early with the kids, I guess.
0: Well, you know, listen to the war gun here. Oh, now he's going to be quiet.
1: Uh, I guess while you get your brain going there, we can just kind of s- skip the order a little bit. As usual, I've got to cover a little bit about the battlegrounds. Yeah. And, yeah, I know I tend to ramble about them. I do like the battlegrounds. I have fun in there. I get my clock cleaned a lot, but that's just the way it goes. I'm still pretty happy when it takes two or three of them to kill me, so. And as a hunter, I think I do pretty good one-on-one. Well, you know. I can, I can take on a warrior one-on-one. If, but you gotta use your skills right, that's the main thing. Mm -hmm. It's just something that I see a lot happening in there, especially with hunters. You have a 30 second clock for your, for your traps. Right. And you should never not have a trap down, no matter what you do. And when I'm in war song and I'm guarding that flag, I put a trap. I put fire down on the flag, the the fire trap, and I put a frost trap or one of my freezing or the freezing trap in one of the ways out of there. Mm-hmm. Right? And I had another hunter guard me and I, I, I sent him a quick rip, fire trap on the flag, put a frost or freezing trap on the on the way out that I don't. Know that. Right. And he, and he doesn't do either. Why play that game if you're not going to use the skills they gave you? They gave a of these skills for a reason. They do help. I'm telling you, that fire trap pops 1,900 points of damage out in 15 seconds. Right. That's a lot of damage when you got to knock somebody down carrying that flag and try and not let them get out of that room. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it does help a lot in the fact that you got to slow them down a lot. Of a lot of rogues coming in with their speed. Oh, yeah. Reason for that frost trap, you want to slow them down.
0: Well, as I discovered last night when I was making up my potions in alchemy, I didn't realize like at the uh, 290 level of alchemy, you make up these wicked speed potions, and you can use one every 30 seconds.
1: Yeah, well, I would get oh, it's a better speed potion than the one my rogues making, probably. Uh,
0: what level of what level of a, uh, alchemy I has he got?
1: I don't remember where he's at right now, yeah.
0: but anyway, I was making them last I night and I was looking at them. People.
1: Now I was, with my rogue, I was making <clears> speed <throat> potions and war song, I, with the, with my original speed, a reset, and a speed potion, I could across that. But yep. I can only do that every 10 minutes because I gotta, I reset. Right. I'm reset, and then doing another one. Uh, I can't remember the talent, but there is a talent out there for a rogue that lets you Get, uh, reset all your stuff so that you can use them again real quick. That includes your vanish and a few other things That is part of that reset. Uh-oh. But that set has a clock of ten minutes.
0: Look okay, how you fade out there a couple of moments. Must be an overload on my computer.
1: <clears throat> so, again, that's another... I don't see very many rogues speeding across twice. But then again, it's a matter of the talent tree. They've decided. I, on my rogue, I built my talent tree a little bit more towards um, playing in the battleground. But I also spent some money way back on him too. I paid the thousand when he was in the thirties, yeah. spec, so that I could experiment a little bit with the rogue and stuff. But that's one thing I haven't done with the hunter, and I'm getting ready to do that, too. Again, with the hunter here pretty soon, is I'm going to spend a thousand gold and dual spec him. (coughs) And I I hadn't even done that with my high-level hunter yet. Hold
0: on half a second there, would you? Zoom recording. All right, we're recording once again. Yeah, that was a nice pause there. Too bad that it doesn't actually show up somewhere. Otherwise, people would know. That was a good five-minute break. Why? Because my worgen had a super poop. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, yeah, plus you tend to forget where you're at. I think I just covered the fact that rogues have some pretty good skills that I don't see used as often enough. Yeah. And and you had mentioned as you were leveling up your alchemy that you were able to make some super, some nice speed potions. Well, alchemy is a good skill for a rogue, and... Actually met somebody over the Christmas holidays. Sixteen year old girl came up for the holidays for Christmas dinner, in <laughs> the house, and she plays World of Warcraft. She does tend to play Horde, but she likes playing Warriors. And believe it or not, her Warrior, she says she does pretty good with it. Her Warrior has Herbalism, but she hasn't taken on the Alchemy part. She just wants the Herbalism for the healing capability. Yeah. So she has Herbalism and she and she gathers and mining. She's just using, and she makes a lot of her money with mining. Well,
0: so, people make their money in the game different ways. Some like yeah. uh, the auction house, some like mining, some like questing, some like doing daily grinds.
1: Well, questing, yeah, at Outland you can probably make about a 150 gold to 200 gold in about six hours of questing. with Between selling and the, and and what they pay you for the quest, because there is a big jump on what you get paid for quests once you get once you hit fifty eight and get to outland. It's a pretty big jump on quest money. So yeah, you can make pretty good money. But I wasn't using the auction house when I leveled up my paladin and when I leveled up my hunter and it really doesn't keep up you really keep, just trying to do it questing and stuff does not keep up with what you really if you really want to improve your character's stuff. Right. So I mean the auction house is the way to go. I don't want to see anybody go out there and help those gold sellers and let them make real money off of that stuff. Because, oh, that even reminds me now of something I've seen in, in in the battlegrounds. I don't haven't seen it much lately. Those gold sellers also offer to make you levels.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. the power leveling uh, Well, guess where
1: this. they do it at? In the battleground. Do they? They log that character they've got they've got their own stuff running software whatever they log that character into the battleground they take up a spot that somebody could be helping and you're now short one to, I've seen up to two I've seen up to three in there
0: what do they do three of
1: them, they log in and they stand they just stand there they don't do anything
0: oh I've never actually seen that
1: oh I've seen it several times I've seen up I've seen three in there And while there was a lot of, it it probably went on for about two weeks really bad, and everybody, and then everybody would keep on saying, report them, report them, because there is a thing in there where you click on that character, you can report them AFK. Yeah. And when you do that, the battleground actually shuts them down Hmm. to a point. They're not out of there, but it, it, if they, it it shuts them down, but they're also running some kind of add-on, I, we know I noticed at the beginning they weren't doing anything and then all of a sudden there was this add-on where they kept casting the spell or something hmm. So now they were active. It was a little bit harder So I guess World of Warcraft did find some way around it because I haven't seen it for weeks But like hey, there's a lot of I mean you're looking at I Kept track for a while wrote it yep. down on paper and stuff like that for what kind of XP I was coming out of the battleground with and it was definitely, the amount of time spent in the Battleground was more XP than it, any one quest could have given me. And it was taking, I mean, yeah. Battleground takes as much time as some of those quests do. Yeah, some quests are quicker, some yeah. aren't.
0: Hold on a second. I'm going to put another brief pause in here. Oh, uh, rolling.
1: All right, so, well, that's enough about the chit-chat about the Battlegrounds. After you cover, so, Kansu covers some, some of Wintervale and a few other things. Okay, I'll get back to some more specific things that I wanted to cover about the battlegrounds
0: so back to Wintervale. let's see what did I manage to finish accomplishing. Oh yeah, okay, I guess the last one uh, last one I finished was the he knows a human Naughty uh achievement norm where you get to do nothing but open presents to get that one. but I did manage to uh go and collect up uh some uh preserved holly. Which, if you're smart and you manage to collect that preserved holly, you stored it in your bank. Because there's actually some uh, quests in July that you need holly for. Ah. And uh, I can't remember what they are off the top of my head, but I uh, read about them somewhere. And there's also some uh, quests where you need snowballs. So I stored a few snowballs in my bank account too. And you need the snowballs in the middle of the summer.
1: I'm not seeing snowballs in the auction house much right now, but I am still seeing preserved holly.
0: Yeah, well, I would buy up some of it if it's cheap enough.
1: That's been down there.
0: Buy up some because it is needed for quests in July. It's there's some specialized quests that happen during uh, one of the uh, one of the midsummer events or something. I can't remember precisely, but I'll get more research on that and I'll let people know. But uh, the world events are stuff that I'm going to be covering, and. Uh, our next world event's coming up. We, uh, don't have anything else here in January except it looks like I noticed in the calendar they added a new fishing derby. There's, uh, the Kaluak fishing derby. Which, uh, happens every, uh, in Northrend. So it's a new fishing derby in Northrend where you can go fishing for black tip shark. Oh. So that's, uh, that one's kind of new.
1: Well, that means you better get leveled up so you can get
0: there. No, I'll get there. So anyway, next uh, event happens in February, which, of course, Love is in the Air, the uh, Valentine's event. And this one here is kind of short. It runs from February 7th to February 11th. And then uh, right so, right after that, the Lunar Festival begins. And the Lunar Festival runs from February 12th to February 27th. Wow, that's
1: a long one. So. Well, maybe eventually I'll get into doing these special event quests, but right now I don't Actually, no, really I'm sorry. It
0: runs all the way to uh, March 3rd, not February 27th. It runs to March wow, that's 3rd. longer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Lunar Festival. It's the uh, Druids of the Moonglade hold their celebration of the city's great triumph over the ancient evil. During the lunar festival, citizens of Azeroth have the opportunity to honor, honor their elders by celebrating their sage wisdom, sharing in magnificent feasts, and of course, shooting off fireworks. <clears throat> so that's where all, that's where, I guess that's where the use of all those fireworks that I've come across during the last while have come into play. So that's what we can look forward to. And of course, after that, the month of March is completely devoid of holidays. So.
1: Yep. Yeah, good don gaming time. People will make levels in March and won't play around with the special things. Ah
0: yeah, whatever. You yeah, know, everyone everyone loves the uh events. That's why they're there.
1: Oh yeah, everybody's got what they everybody's got something in there that really catches their eye, so
0: it looks like there's quite a few achievements for uh Lunar Festival too. Uh honoring your elders, firing off fireworks, firecrackers, best of paint.
1: That means there'll be some fancy patterns out there for that uh recipes out there for that tinker to make special fireworks I'll wager,
0: oh yeah, quite possibly, and it uh love in the air one has quite a few um quite a few achievements that are available for it, and it looks like there's a few of them that are just for broken hearts. Ah that's too bad, I guess you know, be kind of like that cougar had her heart broken shipped back to the United States. <laughs> <laughs> so at any rate those are those are the uh events that uh, I will be uh tackling because uh, like I said I've become an achievement whore and I actually uh have fun with the uh with the uh, world events. I kind of like them. They're just uh, a great way to spend and spend my time in game.
1: And you do get XP for completing them so it's not they're not you still level up. We're still oh, yeah. working on that
0: level. Oh yeah, you still you still get stuff for doing it, and you still oftentimes you have to go out killing mobs because sometimes they send you off out into these uh, big expanses of wastelands to go do something silly like rescue a reindeer protected by uh, two dozen uh, two dozen thugs, which uh, makes it a little bit of work for a single rogue.
1: Yeah, and I do remember I did do, I did do Halloween, and. <clears throat> Made, I did manage to get it in Outland Because I, I, I had all the fly points Already taken care of there yeah. And uh, go collect your candy or Do your trick or treat at each one of the spots and it, and it was a lot of I mean there was I guess you were looking at probably 2000 XP every time you did it So yeah. it, was, it was worth it Well
0: Halloween's uh, on my list for next year Because I want that freaking broom mount I want to take down the uh, the Headless Horseman
1: Oh man he was tough too Yeah He's mean.
0: Uh, blah blah blah. There's our Worgen. Our Worgen is uh, shooting it up and having a great time here.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I did. I went for the headless horseman once. I was, I wasn't high uh, that time. My paladin wasn't high enough to actually be part of the quest. Yeah. But in the guild that I have my paladin in, which does happen to be a different guild, but <laughs> it's it's he's still there for a reason because we are a more of a social guild. We're not, we're not running a new temple guild as a raid guild, things like that. Right. So I've got to keep my paladin in the guild that does raids and does the heroics and things like that, just so when I do want to play them again, I can get into those things. I'll have people that i play played with at the end. Right. Because that is the problem with the heroics. I hear a lot of people still complain about it. It's this gear score thing. And they said, "Well, we're checking gear score. We add it up, and people reply back. Well, I've got good gear. It may not be purple and blue, but the, some of the stats are even better." Well,
0: at this point here, I think this is a great point for us to stick in our uh, stick in our sponsors' advertisements. So, Fire Dragon Hosting, who sponsors this podcast, this is for you. There's never been a better time to get on the internet now. Fire Dragon Hosting offers all the tools you need to get started fast and easy, including one-click install of the most popular of blogging programs, WordPress. With that, you can be online tonight and showing off your website. So now that you're ready to get on the web, FireDragon Hosting is the place to go. Stop by FireDragonHosting.com today for fast, easy, simple installation of your website. And there we go.
1: You really do. You, you need to change that ad a little bit, ah. really, just for the just for the benefit of everybody. You really need to spell out fire. Okay,
0: f i r e d r a g o n h o s t i n g dot com. It's, it's
1: just. It's just it's, <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's just to me it seems like the best thing to
0: do. Well, that's all right. That's a that's a that's a that's the that's the first of the ads. The ads are getting better and we're I'm in the process of re recording a lot of that stuff. Plus I'm gonna i I'm gonna take a page from uh I'm gonna take a page from Bind on Equips, uh Uh, podcast and I'm going to create us some sponsor bumpers too so in case uh, eventually we get some folks out here that just want to throw money our way and donate to our cause and support our blog you know buy us a beer or a cup of coffee or something we'll uh, happily take it and then we'll stick you in as a sponsor for the show
1: yeah, show up to that Twitter meeting that you keep we keep trying yeah, to get. Yeah, that's the other going. thing
0: we want to mention for uh, any of you uh, listeners out here that are in the uh, Victoria, Vancouver area. You know, every couple three weeks. Uh, it'll probably be every couple three weeks now because uh, a little less regular because we're going to be doing more of our podcast via Skype, but we're still going to have the uh, tweet up. And uh the little meeting here the uh World of Warcraft meetup, and it's at a local bar here in town and right now I won't name them but uh you want more information send email to uh com. that's a h k o n s u newtemple.com hey, So if you don't want to
1: talk about the Twitter at least send uh, can move how it
0: how we on along be. here to uh something else and what else are we going to be covering here Oh, we should cover some uh, specific tips on how to make gold in the auction house. You got any very specific tips for our listeners out there, Thea?
1: Well, um, the oh. latest one I've been doing is I've been setting a. Hello. I Did up. I lose you, Thea?
0: Knock knock. No. No. Uh oh. Knock knock. Not sure, where I left off.
1: Um, actually, I was just on the auction house a little bit. Oh, started. so
0: you were getting started on the auction house. Okay, cause yep. I would asked you to say well, something about specific uh specific yeah, stuff in the auction house. So go ahead, there.
1: We had some technical difficulties, and one of us could hear the other, but we... Oh, uh, well, that's technology. Sometimes it don't work so great. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I was getting on to some specifics. I've tried a couple of tactics lately. I've set... Um, my purchase at a maximum of three gold, and uh, nothing. But if it went over three gold, I didn't buy it. And I have set my purchase at five gold, and if it went over five gold, I didn't buy it. And both work out pretty good. The only difference I noticed is the money. You, if you set it at five gold, your auction items quantity goes up, and you're selling a heck of a lot more items, so you got more to offer and you're keeping even basically you're not you're making money but you're not going up real fast i have noticed that keeping the limit at three gold my actual gold goes up faster yeah so you got to play with it in your own auction house and kind of see what it is i've noticed with our auction house That we we just sell things that are cheap. People don't want to spend much more than about three to five gold on something. The stuff that's costing them eight to fifteen gold, they don't you don't sell as often. So we don't have a lot of people in our in our realm have the money in the auction house. They probably a lot of people don't play the auction house.
0: Nah, a lot of probably go there only when they want to level stuff.
1: Yeah, because I've noticed. I've I mean you do start as you start placing items, it gives you a nice little list of who else is placing it. And I've noticed only certain names up there. There's only like three or four names in our auction house that I see continuously.
0: Yeah. Those would be auction players then. Yep. Which is quite all right. And my specific tips for, uh, for our listeners this week would be uh, simply to uh, buy, um, buy ore and gems.
1: Yeah, I've done pretty good with that too.
0: I've, uh, I've bought, oh, I've done, I've bought no, uh, nothing but a bunch of ores and gems for the last week or so and, uh, I pretty much sold out of them again and, uh, made myself quite a tidy profit because it seemed like everyone was doing like me this weekend and just leveling their, uh, skills. And when they start leveling their skills, they realize they don't have enough of those specific items and they go, ah, oh, screw it, I've got gold, I'll just go buy the things I need.
1: Well, I've done that before too.
0: Well, just about everybody has at one point in time or another. They want to level their stuff and they didn't gather enough materials and instead of, I don't want to go questing now. I want to level this. I've got a pile of gold. Let's just buy it all up. And so they'll do that and they'll pay whatever price is in the auction house currently.
1: But the only thing I've noticed about that and I have, I figured out, if you're going to, if you're going to pick certain ores or if you pick certain ones or if Mm -hmm. you just do them all, it gets pretty expensive because you've got every time you go on, if they're selling it,
0: you, well, I've cornered I, I've cornered the market on one gem for the most part. You know, I can
1: tell you one gem not to buy right now.
0: Which one's that?
1: That's enchanted pearl.
0: Oh yeah. Well that I what is an enchanted pearl even used for?
1: It actually gives you plus four to all your stats.
0: But is that all it's used for? It's not used for it's creating something item. else?
1: No, it's a socket item, so oh. that was my mistake.
0: Yeah, socket items I find, it's like I'll buy one or two occasionally if they're cheap and then put them back up, but their socket items don't sell real well because only, only the people in the high levels can even use them.
1: Yeah. They uh, they really do make a cha- They do need to make a change and allow some – they need to make some lower-level socketing stuff. Who knows? You know, like sockets come in at lower levels.
0: Yeah, who knows? Maybe Cataclysm will bring some of that in. We'll find out. I haven't really caught much news on Cataclysm yet, so – I know it's uh, just around the corner since we're now in the final patch of uh, 3.3. And how's everyone been enjoying 3.3? I actually haven't paid much attention to any of the changes in it. Well, not- I'll
1: tell you one thing. With that hunter of mine, it, does, it takes no more than 10, at the, I, I think maybe 10 kills. And my pet levels Yeah. used to take dozens. That's one change they made is your pet levels quick.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that. Well, that's nice. It means your pet can keep up with you.
1: Oh, yeah, it used to take a while before, so that's one change that I like. If you play a hunter, that's one. That's a nice one.
0: Yeah, I, I, don't,
1: I don't know. I haven't, I mean, sitting at 34 right now, I haven't hit a point where it seems to take longer yet. Mm-hmm. And there may be a point where, I, I don't know where the cut, I haven't figured out where the cutoff, or if they even put a cutoff on, in on this level helping that they put in there. Right. So I don't I don't know what levels yet that they've they put it back to what it used to be or if they have. Uh-oh.
0: So that's our specific uh, touches on uh, the auction house. We don't really have a whole lot of other other things. We're just going to kind of ramble on here for a few more minutes. Well, I
1: hate to say it, we can only give out so much on the auction house because we got players in our realm and we got to keep our own economy going.
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't want to compete against too many folks, but yeah, we'll find other we'll find ways to give you tidbits. Sometimes I'll write the tidbits down in a post that goes up on the website. So make sure you visit our website and read through some of the back posts up there. Uh, of course, the website is uh, newtemple.com. that's l.com so come visit that now i do want to make a couple of mentions that i've added to our uh, website one of them is we've become members of the mmovoices.org and uh and that's a uh, big gaming website and as I figure it out, I'll be uh, expanding on that at a later time And letting you all know and uh, pl- putting more connections to MMO Voices It's where a lot of podcasts and bloggers and other stuff come together To find out about the uh, MMO games And it covers a bit more than just World of Warcraft But it's always nice to know that there's other games out there Even if uh, most of us Warcraft players don't believe that
1: Oh, uh, I know there's other ones out there, I just ain't got time to play other ones
0: Well that's it, you've got to make your choices Now, the other thing thing I've done is at uh, NewTemple.com, I've uh, added a a web ring to our website. We have become part of the Warcraft war ring. And I know web web rings are kind of uh, old-fashioned and disappearing, but I personally think they're going to be making a comeback again. And what they do is it's a link to other World of Warcraft websites on there. And, of course, off of our website, we also have links to several other uh, other websites and other podcasts that I listen to. So you might want to check out a couple of them. Azeroth United, um, WoW Files podcast. WoW Files is pretty good. And then there's Outcasted. And then there's um, a few other ones. So check them all out. Make sure you uh, go visit our website and check out some of the really interesting stuff there. And we'll be putting up show notes on this one here, unlike, uh, the last podcast, which, well, it got show notes, but, uh, they were sort of skimped over when I had, uh, everything
1: crash on us, so. Well, well, hopefully this one's gonna go right and we'll have a good time with it. Um, I did want to talk more about my favorite place, the Battlegrounds.
0: Okay. Well,
1: I do the Battlegrounds cause I, I level in there. You can level. You level pretty quick in there. And you're gonna see a big jump in XP when you can when you hit your fifty one and you can make it to Alteric Valley.
0: Oh yeah, well like I, I think I mentioned I made like a level and a half in the, in Alteric Valley.
1: Oh yeah. And truthfully the there's a lot of XP in Warsong and Arathi, but you've gotta be winning to see that XP. That's the thing. There's there you get XP for losing, but when you're actually winning there's more.
0: Yeah, well, Alteric Valley, I was actually paying attention to the way the uh, XP was delivered. If you were off by yourself, you were getting minimal XP. If you stay with the groups, you suddenly start getting large chunks of XP.
1: Um, I think it works the same way in Alteric Valley. That's I mean, what I was Rothy, talking about. At Rothy Basin. Oh, okay. Because that's more group designed. Yeah. And it, I do see some of it in Warsong when, I've, when we get a good group together and we can and we get out in the middle of the field and we're, we've got a group in the middle of the field that's doing their job, which is to try and keep them from getting to our flag and to go after the flag carrier if they get out of our area. You've got your group up there protecting it and then you have got you should have a group um, going after the flag. Here's the things that I've noticed. I'm not, I'm not gonna touch on Alteric Valley today. I've decided I'm gonna do some specifics on Warsong. Yeah. And I'm going to give some tidbits of how I think war songs should be played. Okay. I may be wrong, it may not work out, but I've, I've seen it work out because people have done it. And mm-hmm. here's the idea you put one or two people up there guarding your flag. Their whole job is not necessarily to stop them from getting out of there, but to delay them. Right. And sometimes they can stop.
0: Them. Right.
1: The first mistake they make is they chase them down the tunnel or they chase them out of the area and you kill them out there that's great but guess what you got nobody back there protecting your flag at all so the person the rogue or the person who stood up top waiting which I've done many a times just stood up there waiting because I feel okay they get our flag carrier well, at least I can grab it real quick again and they're not here so you got to you've got to stick to that flag room you don't go very far from it because that is a horde tactic they will draw you down that tunnel or various different directions to get you away from that flag, so their flag bearer can get out there where they got more protection. Oh, yeah. And it's another good idea to set up a little group of about four. Remember, you got ten players. So two people, maybe three. Let's say three right now guarding the flag. Mm -hmm. Set up a group of four that's out there in the middle, and their whole job is to get the flag carrier if he gets out there and and to pick them off as they go by. Right. So when they get up into your flag room, you don't have five or six of them. Now you're down to two or three of them. Right. Where you have a chance to actually defend your flag. And then you also have to have constantly a group going after that flag. Yes. As many times we've got in there and we get one flag and we're ahead, everybody goes to the field and starts killing. Yep. And nobody goes after that flag. And they get so wrapped up in that, again, they're after the killing blows. Yes, killing blows are more honor points for you. But there's honor points, there's also more honor points involved in winning.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, that's the odd thing about Battlegrounds I've noticed is it's a, uh, it's sometimes a free-for-all and sometimes I've been in and there's been some real serious teamwork.
1: Yep. Yeah. And the Horde have a lot more teamwork. They constantly do teamwork. The Alliance has a problem with that.
0: Yeah, we actually had one. Uh, I think I had one the other night. Uh, I was in the uh, in the um, in the flag called, um, Arathi Basin. That's not Arathi Basin. Which is the flag one?
1: Warsaw. Uh, Warsaw <laughs>
0: Gulch. Thank you. I was in Warsaw Gulch and. Uh, we were getting down near the end and we, we were winning by we one flag and we were down to like the last seven minutes and each of us had each other's flags. So we had their flag in our flag room and they probably had our flag in their flag room. So all we had to do was basically hang on for three minutes and we won. That's tough sometimes. We did it. We actually, had, we actually hang on, hung on for seven minutes. There was five of us hanging out in the flag room protecting the guy who was carrying the flag. There was a couple of us and we actually worked as a really good team there. Uh, taking out the horde, even when they'd come charging in at four and five and seven at a time, and we just managed to stomp their butts.
1: Yeah, see, that only works as long as the the rest of the people out there go keep going after their flag.
0: Well, that's what we had. We've
1: done that before. We've They call it a turtle.
0: Yeah, we, we we had that, and we, uh, we had like only half of our guys were in the flag room. The other half were down there chasing the horde's flag.
1: And if they constantly chase them, that also keeps the horde...
0: Keeps them split. Yeah, they couldn't send big groups. So yeah, it was actually kind of cool. Yeah,
1: if you don't go after their flag, they 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 eventually figure out you're not going to try hard enough. Yeah. And they send a bigger group each and every time.
0: Yeah. So we ended up winning that one, but it was actually kind of cool. It was loads of fun.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. That's, that's down to the people.
0: It was it was because of the people that were playing that round, is what it was.
1: Yep.
0: Is they were more into uh, more into winning than they were into uh, going after these. Individual uh, challenges.
1: And see, I don't like this one thing. I don't like is people complaining out there. Go level up. You're 31. Go level up. Ah. 31 can has a con- contribution. No if your contribution is jumping down there to grab the flag and possibly getting a little ways out that door before they kill you. Yeah. At least you've drawn some of them away, and some of your higher levels may have a chance to grab that flag. Yeah. They're bo- See the hordes still have that same thing. They want the killing blows too. They'll concentrate more on you, and your higher level may have a chance to, to concentrate more on them. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it has it has an effect, and there's no reason to tell a lower level to get out of the or get out of the battleground and go level. They do have their they do have their contribution. <laughs> so be nice to them.
0: Be nice to them. Help them out. And uh,
1: give them suggestions. Tell them how it works.
0: This is pretty much going to lead us up to the uh, end of our podcast here. Because we don't have a whole lot left to uh, cover this round. But uh, we're slowly getting there. We'll have some other stuff. And we'll just leave it off with this one last bit here. Let's
1: What here the fuck is this asshole doing in here? I don't recall sending. <laughs> Well, <laughs> if World of if, if Warcraft allowed that language to get across the screen, you probably have that a lot
0: they do, they
1: after these lower levels. They
0: do allow that across the screen. You must have your filter turned on.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it's probably automatically turned on because I, I never yeah. turned it off.
0: You can have that language in the screen all you want, man. <laughs> it's just that most people don't and uh i i've heard i've heard complaints of that language being used in the uh, trade chat so
1: yeah i i i, I do think that the filter's automatically on cuz i yeah. never turned it off so i didn't even know there was one for one.
0: oh yeah yeah it's like uh, they wouldn't prevent it i mean after all it is a, it is considered an uh, an adult game i think the uh, level rating for world of warcraft is m which is mature which means they can allow pretty much anything they want in there.
1: Yeah. Well, um, next. next, uh, 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 What is thy bidding, my master? <laughs> well, the next podcast, I'm planning to get my rogue into Alteric Valley a little bit okay. more so I can get into some specifics about Alteric Valley. Okay. And hopefully, Akan is going to hit 58, and maybe we could talk about his first. Trip over to Outland. Uh,
0: I'll put some. I'll put some little time into him, and maybe I'll just go. Maybe I'll just go wander around Alteric Valley since I get so much XP in there for such little time.
1: Yeah, so. and then um, that's when I'm going to start playing my DK a little bit more because I need to get my DK up to 65 because I pretty much maxed out his enchanting. Yeah, I can't go any higher till he gets to 65, and I've got some nice things that I. So there's some nice um, patterns out there that I've been looking at. I picked up a nice one last week for boar speed. Mm-hmm. The mats on it are, are not very common. I've got enough mats to make two. Cool. I haven't done it yet because they're a high, they are a high level, and I'm not going to waste them. That's, uh, there is a point where you do twink out and you don't waste them. Yep. That's, I'm not going to waste because that's, that's not a slight speed increase. That's a minor speed increase. Yeah. And it gives you stamina. Excellent.
0: Okay, well, let's wrap it up here. Uh, we're looking for some uh, positive feedback from folks. You can send emails to Ankhonsu at new That's A H K O N S U at newtemple.com. And,
1: and Thea at newtemple.com. That's T H A E L A H.
0: And so I'm going to wrap it up, and I don't have a closing thing yet, so we're just going to say toodaloo. Goodbye. All righty. We're out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>